four. Probably eight to seven are horror movies. So, um, I didn't realize that most of the Korean movies that I watch are horror movies. So, if you guys are like, oh, okay, so are these... So, maybe you've watched some of them. Maybe you have not watched some of them. By the way. So, I told you guys. So, since, uh, since I just came out of the bath, I'll be doing my skincare while doing this. I don't care. So, using a Garnier. So, it's good for sensitive skin. So, if you have alcohol allergies and fragrance allergies. So, this is good. So, after you wash your face, you can just tone with it or double cleanse with it. Anyway, so the first movie that I really liked was, it actually was, according to its Wikipedia page, it's Memento Mori. So that's top, the number, um, the number 10, for the top 10 movies that I like is Memento Mori. So it's actually a nine, it was a movie in 1999. Okay, so it's an old movie. It's like, 11 years old so it stars so according to all right so according to its wikipedia page uh, memento mori is a 1999 south korean horror film and the second installment of the whispering corridors film series so if you've um watched um so apparently it's a part of a series so it's the i think the stories are not interconnected but they follow the same theme much like old boy and Sympathy for Lady Vengeance, if you know those two movies. So, Koreans are fond of creating um, movies that are, that, you know, parang it's a series. Parang Korean directors are fond of making movies that are not exactly connected to each other, but they follow the same theme. Like, you know, just, like just what I've done. So, um, it, this is, it's a sequel to 1998's Whispering Corridors, and is also set in an all-girls high school but the films are otherwise unrelated, just like what I've said. Memento Mori was one of the first Korean commercial films to depict lesbian characters. So yes, it is an LGBTQ... Yes, it's, a, it's a, an LGBT film. However, prevailing Korean attitudes constrained its potential to be widely viewed, even more so as the controversial themes targeted the teen demographic. So, syempre, ba, um, way back in 1999, so, you know, we didn't have the social, you know, social revolutions were happening, but it wasn't, you know, as as in full gear with, um, with, ha with, what ha um, with what's happening right now, especially with, you know, the internet, so, and, you know, um, people can take up a lot of social political causes right now and that and that's cool um but in 1999 well the internet was just still starting it was literally um only being adopted by few number of people so uh it is an all i've watched this yes um i think there was but it wasn't really overtly lesbian they weren't doing they weren't having sex in the dormitories but it was um there was evidences of the girls being romantically linked um, towards each other. So, the first film revolves around the relationship between the two high school students, Yoo Shi Yoon. I also, I am very, I'm very bad with Korean names, so I might be mispronouncing everything. So, that's the reason why 
pag when it comes to actors, I always refer them to the movie. It's like, oh my god, it's the actor from Kingdom. Parang ganon. So, because I can't pronounce their names, I really can't. I'm bad with their names. But, Yushi Yun and Min Yoshin. Okay, so Yushi Yun, which is pre- um, played by Lee Yong Jin. Oh my god, please don't kill me. I'm really massacring their names. Um, and Min Yoshin, which is played by Park Ye Jin. I think she's popular. I think I've heard her name before. As the two girls become romantically involved, their taboo relationship causes them to be marginalized by other students, unable to cope with the social pressures of having a lover of the same gender. She even um, tries to distance herself from the increasingly dependent Yoshin. Yoshin reacts poorly to Shiyun's changed attitude, viewing it as a bo- as both a betrayal and rejection. So Yoshin consequently commits suicide by jumping off off the school roof. It is also heavily implied that she was pregnant at the time of death, the father be- being the literature teacher, Mr. Go. Okay. So um, what made this movie really memorable? Because it was one actually one of the first Korean movies that I watched. So yes, again, what 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 made it memorable is because of the LGBT theme. So you can see that they were um you know the girl was really into the um, um the girl was really into her. Parang in parang ang, ang dynamic nila is parang they were best friends that they became together. So she was really into the other girl, but the other girl is of course parang oh okay parang pinagchismisan natayo. So you know she distances herself, and the girl commits suicide. So it's super freaky kasi um it's um this movie still follows the format of a lot of Japanese horror movies so yung ano yung vengeful female spirit ganyan so it's really creepy kasi yung mga camera angles are really um uh, it's very psychological so biglang may mag-appear na ghost niyan so it's a really good scare and if you like um, if you like teen dramas and at the same time if you like horror movies memento mori is a good watch so if you want it and i think the um if you're really interested in watching movies that have lgbt themes memento mori is also good to watch as well but it's super creepy like biglang it's just a alam mo yung uso sa asian horror na it's just a normal scene and then suddenly something pops up in the background and you're like so yes, so Memento Mori is number 10. Okay, so number 9 in the top Korean horror movies that I of the top of them. Number 9 of the top 10 Korean movie horror movie or not really horror movies kasi puro horror movies lang siya kaya siya mukhang horror movie list. Pero top um, number 9 from my top Korean movies is Wishing Stairs. So it's another movie that's set in an all-girls school, or it's a it's another movie where the protagonists, the Mabida, are high school students. Actually, apparently, um, if you've watched my bagong series ngayon, it's called. Again, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. Um, Gedam or Gyodam. I don't know if I'm getting that right. Um, so, um, in it's a new Netflix series. It's it's like six episodes long, but each episode is like five minutes to eight minutes long. It's very short. I think their longest episode is 15 minutes, probably. So it's in Netflix. It's showing right now. So bago lang siya. 
Um, it's a series then uh, of uh, stories about ur- urban legends, and probably four out of six or five out of six are urban legends in high schools, um, especially in all-girls schools. So apparently in Korea, that's a thing. <laughs> but anyway, so wishing stairs. So number so the, uh, the movie uh, for wishing stairs. So it's a uh, 2003 South Korean horror film. It is the third installment of the Whispering Corridor. So apparently, tatlong movie siya. So, ito yung pang, ano, the third and last installment. So, it's set in, once again, an all-girls high school. But as with all the films in the series, it is unrelated to others. So again, so it is a series of movies. They have the same theme, but they are not. their stories are not connected. So apart from a song being se- being sung in one scene, that is a par- um, pivotal plot in voice. Okay, so the plot for this. Um, so I'm reading from the Wikipedia page because it has been some time. I um, I only remember fragments of it now, but I, I I know that it's a good movie. So in Wishing Stairs, so the plot is that Yoon Jin Sung, uh, who's portrayed by the actress Song Ji Yo, and Kim So Hee, portrayed by the actress Park Han Byul. Our best friends studying ballet at an all-girls school. Okay. However, their friendship turns sour when they find themselves competing for a single spot in a Russian ballet. It's a perfor- So they're competing for. Um. So it's it's parang it's a prestigious. Um. Uh, in their all-girls school, um, they're known for their ballet troupe. And, um, uh, every year their school presents this show in which all the girls in their school compete for that prime spot to get that lead in that play. So, because uh, um, whoever gets the lead becomes, you know, becomes scouted by famous Russian, um, famous ba- ballet schools, ganyan. So, Jin Sung learns from an odd student named Yom Yeju, again, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. Also, yeah, somebody asked, okay, parang kanina ka panaga. I know, I have this bad habit that when I use toners or when I use, or when I cleanse with my face, as in, I don't stop wiping until the cotton is dry. So, I don't know if it's a habit. Um, but anyway, going back. So, um, so, Jin Sung learns from an odd student named Yom Yeju, um, who's portrayed by the actress John, of an old legend that if a person climbs the 28 steps leading up to the school's dormitory. So there's an urban legend in their school that there's a certain set of stairs that if you climb it, um, um, if you climb it at a certain, parang, you, you have, parang, there's certain conditions, eh, na parang, if you climb um, the stairs at a certain time, kasi, there are only 28 steps on those stairs, but if you climb it at a certain time, and you see a 29th step on those stairs, there, a fox spirit will grant your wish. So, of course, <laughs> as, uh, as we all know, Jin Sung um, cl- um, climbs the stairs and comes across the 29th step. Okay? 
So she wishes that she gains the spot. To her surprise and anger, Suhi, or so, uh, her rival for that lead spot, is selected instead. So parang, when she tried to wish that she gets a spot, hindi naman nagkatotoo. Um, so, what did, um, I remember in the movie, um, parang they met on that stairs. And since she's like super angry that, you know, her wish was not fulfilled, she accidentally pushes the girl, si Suhi, Sohi, uh, down the stairs. And because of that, it actually accidentally grants her wish because Suhi gets into an accident, breaks her legs, and she can't perform. So, kumbaga, it is true if you think of it in a... It's, um, the, her wish came true in a fucked up way. Kasi, when she pushed the girl down the stairs, it did grant... The stairs did grant her wish because by falling down the stairs and breaking her legs, she got the lead role for herself. So, um, it becomes... Um, it, uh, I think... Uh, she becomes... Uh, I think the other girl becomes paralyzed and, you know, she loses her popularity... And because of that, um, I think, I don't know, I, I really forgot because this, I watched it like a decade ago, more than a decade ago. And um, I don't know if she also commits suicide or if she, if this, if she starts planning her revenge um, towards the girl who pushed her down the stairs, I think. So it's, wait, hang on. Um, <laughs> so yes, so it's a... How do, how do the how do how do bloggers do this? I don't know. Um, but anyway, so um, so I, it's a revenge movie actually. So if you're a fan of you know girls being bullied in school and then you know the bully gets their just desserts, uh, Wishing Sarah's is actually a good movie because. Um, because of you know because of her greed and her and her and her envy towards the other girl you know that happens but she does get her um, um she does get her comeuppance in the end so it's a very good movie it's also i don't know it's uh it actually also presents a very good idea if if you watch these movies you can actually um see a good picture of how um Yung on how all girls' schools in Korea are like. So, well, of course, the, sans the murder and the bullying and the ghosts. Pero it, it, it's a good, I know, parang teen movie if you take out the horror. Oh, Zilia, hi! Hello, so you're watching. Hello! I'm at brunch, but just want to say I miss you. I miss you too! I don't have anyone. We I don't have I miss our meetings our me our meetings okay so anyway so that's the ninth uh that is number nine among my top ten favorite Korean horror movies okay uh, okay so number eight is surprise surprise another horror movie so number eight is this time it's it's a newer 
one. <laughs> so it's not made more than 10 years ago. It's just made. Uh, 2000, so it's 2006. Well, it's still made more than 10 years ago. <laughs> my god. I haven't, have I not watched anything new? Um, but anyway, so my, um, so number seven, or sorry, ten, nine, sorry, number eight in my top ten Korean horror movies is called Cinderella. So it's a 2006 South Korean supernatural horror film, and it was directed by Bong Man Day and star and starred Do Ji Won and Shin Se Kyung. Again, I don't know, don't hate me if I mispronounce these names. I'm bad with names. Anyway, so the plot for this movie is that a figure carry, um, so, okay, wait, when they, wala man lang, it actually details the plot. Okay. Okay, so, na-distract na ako dun sa Wikipedia page because the Wikipedia page actually detailed the story, not a summary of the story. Um, but, um, Cinderella is about, you know how in South Korea, surgery, plastic surgery is a thing, right? Among, among men, women, young, young girls, young men. So, um, it's not something that they, uh, it's like a craze for them, much like how in, in the Philippines, like, you know, people are crazy about whitening and stuff. So in Korea, it's a little bit more extreme because plastic surgery. Others are really super extreme when it comes to their um, to their plastic surgery procedures. Um, like they, they, their their face is completely different. But others are more discreet about you know. So Cinderella is um, is a parang cautionary tale about plastic surgery. So the story involves a um, it's a um, the story is about a mom and a daughter. So the mom is a Pashara. Hi Kemp. Hi Kemp. So Kemp, yes, hello. Congratulations on the successful bingo. And also yung mobile legends mo. Sorry. This is the second one. So this is good. So actually nakikita niyo ba? So no, hindi nag autofocus yung ano. But anyway, so, uh, um, so I'm using the BHA, BHA Blackhead Power Liquid. So, it's good for the skin. So, recently, ever since nag-ECQ, my skin is like super better na. And if you guys know me personally, my skin is super bad. I don't know. Ayan. Kasi pag malabo siya, hindi siya nag autofocus eh. It's not like, uh, wait. Uh, let's try kung mag autofocus siya. I don't think it can. Um, but, um, anyway. So, yes. Um, so, ever since the ECQ started, wait. So, ever since the ECQ started, um, I've mostly done skincare. So, I didn't, I didn't, since I didn't need to use makeup. So, my skin is, like, super good. So, if you've known me for some time, you've known that my skin is super bad. Now, it's really good because I, well, I don't go out. The I don't go out on the sun. And most of... I actually don't use makeup at all. So, um, skincare, um, regimens help. And I think COSRX is actually one. I've always heard about it, but I only tried it ngayong starting March when the ECQ started. They're very good because most of their products don't have fragrance and alcohol. 
um, some of their products do contain fragrance and I think some contain essential oils. But I'll, um, so, but um, I've stayed clear of those. But most of their ingredients are fragrance-free and alcohol-free, which is very good. Um, so if you want, like, for your blackheads to disappear, especially in the nose area, so try the BHA. It's really not, I don't know, because I don't know how to... Uh, but anyway, um, try the BHA Blackhead Power Liquid, so it's really good. Um, anyway, maybe I'll probably do a different live stream for skincare. Maybe, probably. I don't know. Pag nasa mood. Um, but anyway, so going back to the movie. So Cinderella is um, about a mom and a daughter. So the mom is a plastic surgeon. So she's quite famous. And um, she has a really pretty daughter um, that, you know, um, that she... Um, spoiled So you know, she the girl is pretty um, popular. She's pretty. She's popular. You know, all her, a lot of people like her. Um, but the thing about it is that there is, um, she sees in her dreams, um, a picture. Um, she, for some reason, when I think when she turned a certain age, she started dreaming about this girl that wants to steal her face so um uh, so and apparent and when she told her mom about it i think the mom was parang started acting suspiciously um so um so anyway um and and um when she asked parang, and there is this also this room in their house that she's not allowed to go to so suspicious diba you know there is a house, parang there's a room in their basement that she's not allowed to go to. Um, so anyway, so um, another thing about that is that, um, so she's a popular girl, right? So a lot of her friends are actually jealous of her. And parang, are, parang behind the scenes, they also want to do some, parang they were pla- um, planning, because she's really pretty eh. So behind the scenes, um, so she didn't know about this. So of course. Um, so, um, behind the scenes, they wanted to do a prank. But the prank kasi is a little bit dangerous. And it involves actually harming her face. So, I know. So, so there's a two, um, there are three plots overall happening in this movie. So, there is the mysterious girl that appears in her dreams. There's this creepy, mysterious girl that appears in her dreams and wants to get her face. There's her mom that is keeping secrets from her whenever she asks about the creepy girl that wants to steal her face. And then she has these friends, these fake friends, that want to ruin her face. But anyway, the pl- um, so I'm not gonna tell the rest of the story because it is a little bit uh, to spoil kayo with the plot. So, um, but anyway, it's it's really good because the social commentary um, is all about um, beauty and plastic surgery. Because um, what happened was that well, I, I'm without telling too much, without saying anything too much about the spoiler for the movie. It's that her mom did something that um, her mom did something that inadvertent that gave her that beautiful face 
and it cost um it cost um so her mom did something to give her that beautiful face and to give her that life but at the same time she also kind of destroyed another person's life so it's it's a vengeful ghost movie so if ever you want to watch it so cinderella it's really good and yes uh, the actress who played the lead is really beautiful like she looks like a mannequin so you know how you know korean actresses are they really they are really 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 um good with their skincare but anyway uh so yes that's number seven so watch it because Oh, no, eh. I I like the social commentary when it comes to the you know yung the cult of plastic surgery sa Korea because it's very popular. <laughs> I remember, I I remember. Um, but actually, some people don't. Um, so it's very popular. Plastic again, plastic surgery is very popular in Korea, and actually, some actresses and some celebrities are actually not ashamed that to have it. So some people say publicly, "No, I had this done." It's not like here in the philippines na you know being there's a social stigma and people call you retokada ganyan so parang in south korea kasi you know they don't mind that you know they perform uh, or they have um stuff done to their face so it's fine with them but some people take it to the extremes talaga na parang uh, a lot of things are done to their faces i think um it's also prevalent in china as well uh, I'm not so sure kasi they have the same beauty standards eh. You know, yung yung parang really poreless, beautiful skin, really big eyes, really thin noses, really nice lips, like like their face has to be this certain shape. So, um so but yes, um Cinderella is all about the ridiculous standards of beauty in South Korea plastic surgery and also you know I like, know don't do shit to other people because it will get back to you so yes that's it hi anyway so yes I'm still hindi pa rin ako tapos sa skincare yes it takes me some time to do this but anyway so let's go to number <laughs> I'm losing track. I'm so bad at this. But anyway, so number seven on my top ten Korean movies again. It is a horror movie. What the hell? So, so number seven it, um, um, on my top ten Korean movies is Death Bell. So I know this became really popular. I think. Um, this was in 2008. So this was um, this was released in 2008, and it is the only Korean horror film released over the summer of 2008. It is the first feature by former music video director Chang, who also co-wrote the screenplay. Death Bell stars um, Lee. I don't know how to pronounce this again. Uh, Lee. Pag EO ba sa Korea? Is it O, is it O or E? So, I, I don't know if it's Lee Bom So, or Lee Bom Su, or Lee Pyom Su. So, I might be wrong. Again, I might be mispronouncing this so bad. Um, but anyway, um, Death Bell stars Lee Bem, 
Bom Soo in his first horror role and K-pop singer Nam Gyuri in her acting debut. It's set in a Korean high school again. <laughs> um, the film's native title refers to GOSA, the important midterm exams that all students, well at least in Korea, are required to sit through. Okay? So, medyo maingat na. Maybe I'll turn... Oops. Sorry. I jostled the camera. So, maybe I'll turn on the aircon. Ang init nandito eh. The lights are super hot. <laughs> um, but anyway... So, the plot of the movie goes that a group of 20 high school students partake in an elite class to prepare for a college exam. Okay, so in Korea where, you know, um, uh, it's there, I think the Korean educational system is a little bit intense, so parang they have... Yeah, all of these kinds of subjects, and if you want to re to get into a really good college or high, even it to get into a really good high school, you have to sit in these so many in these exams, or you have and and those exams are super hard, so you have to do crams. Parang cram school is like additional. It's like an addition. Parang you're not tutored, pero it's an like an additional class on top of your regular class if you want to go. A certain, um, if you want to pass at the test to go to the high school or college that you want. Okay, so it's pretty intense. So uh, I, I think that's the reason why as well that um, um, there was a time that English tutors, um, there were a lot of English tutor schools for Korean students and a lot of Korean students actually prefer studying abroad because of how intense the educational system in Korea. But I don't know if it's still the same. But I think that's what my Korean friend used to tell me, that it was pretty intense. Um, and of course, a lot of companies, much like how some companies in the Philippines, um, some top companies in the Philippines get their managers or their, um, you know, um, uh, or... Um, look for certain um look for students from top three schools so in top companies in korea if you want to go in you have to graduate from a certain school so that's the reason why the competition for these schools are very intense so so just a background i don't know if it's still true um i think it probably still is i mean it's not something that's just you know native to korea i think it's native to a lot of countries because you know companies um base how they well i'm a recruiter so i screen candidates based on you know if they come from good schools or not so anyway a group of 20 high school students partake in an elite class to prepare for a college exam among them are the rebellious kang ina her best friend yoon myung hyo and the class clown kang hyun who harbors an affection for ina after several strange incidents the class is interrupted by a TV showing, uh, uh, by a TV showing of the top-ranking student Min Hye Yong being trapped in a glass, being slowly filled with water. A voiceover in the PA system announces that questions will be posed to the class, and failure to answer them in time will lead to their death. So it also warns them and their two teachers, Huang Chong Wook and Choi So Yong against leaving the school. The class fails to solve the first question and save Hye Yong. This is like... I would like to compare it to Saw. 
So it's so set in a Korean high school. So the good thing about this is that it's very it's it's not exactly horror. It is suspense. It's a suspense thriller. There is a little bit of blood. So if you're not a fan of blood, you might probably want to skip this movie. So um, it's not very gory. It's hostel or saw for that matter. Um, but there is a lot of blood involved. So some of the situations are very very creepy. So yes, um, so what happens is that apparently to take, <laughs> like doing this now, um, so um, so there are a bunch of students. So actually, um, there. So from what I remember of the plot, is that that te- it it they there is only a set in that school. There is only a set number of students that will take that exam so that exam i don't know if it's an exam that will enable them to go to a good college or it's a qualifying exam for something but it's a very important exam in that school and only elite members of the school so meaning elite like people with a certain grade are allowed to take that exam so parang top 20 students lang ata or top 30 students lang now the funny thing about that exam is that, and it's this is a plot point of the movie. The funny thing about that exam is that, isa, when you take that exam, you will be trapped inside the school. So, parang the school has a dormitory, I think, for the students. So, um, to take that exam, you will be in the school. You can't get out. So the entire school will be locked. You will be the only people that will be inside the school and um, so it's you uh, oh, so it's the students and the parang proctors na teachers that will only be inside the school so um, parang so it's over, I don't know if it's overnight or if the test runs for several days but that's parang ganun yung plot eh. kasi parang for some weird reason, they can't get out of the school. Parang natrap sila sa school kasi yun yung condition ng exam, that they can't get out of the school. Pero it, you know, it it becomes a plot point in the movie. But anyway, um, so, it, so they get trapped in the school, so there is this, so one by one, they, they have to do, so one of the, one by one, each of those 20 or 30 students starts getting kidnapped and they're put in parang puzzles that if the other students don't solve the questions they die so it's it, it's it's much like so um so it's puzzles involving this person and if you don't solve that puzzle chugi yung tao diba so it's very it's 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 very suspenseful um and if you're a fan of movies na you know, um, fast-paced, and you really like um, um, plots na ma-action, I think Death Bell is for you. Skip it if you don't like blood. Um, but, it, I, I mean, it's, it, it's, I like it kasi, you know, fast-paced storytelling. I like the murder, parang the mystery in the background as well. Like, okay, who are these pe- Who are these crazy people that are doing these to the students? And what is their motivation and why they need to do this to the students? So, it's a mystery as well. So, if you guys are one of those people that really like movies, 
um, and really like you know fast paced action movies na suspense I think Death Bell is a, a good uh, recommendation for you guys so I um, of the past um, so Death Bell, Cinderella, Wishing Well at saka Memento Mori they're all not in Netflix you might see them in kasi since they're old movies I don't think they're in Netflix and you might need to watch them somewhere else I think I don't know probably download them probably maybe um, but the movies are so old if you can get a copy of these movies sometimes they're shown in in cable I don't know if View has them if you guys subscribe to View kasi I know that View has a lot of ano ba yung isa? View at saka Viki. I know that they have Korean movies but if you can't find them try to just look them up in the internet and see if you can get a, like a copy okay but you know am I promoting film piracy? probably not so I'm not gonna say it out loud but if you can get a copy and if you have the opportunity to watch them watch them because they're really good okay so anyway Oh, it's so hot. Ah, I did not turn on the aircon. Teka nga lang. Anyway. So anyway, so we're nearly halfway through. So, oh my god, how, how many minutes have I been running this? Anyway. So, we're now on what? 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. So we're on the 6th movie. Halfway through, my god. Okay. So, the sixth movie is not a horror movie. <laughs> Amazing! Um, and this is one of the movies that I think my friend Micah Fernandez recommended to me. It is actually a crime thriller. So, my, the top six movie um, on my... Um, top Number six movie on my top ten Korean horror... Not, sorry, the number six movie in my top ten Korean movie list is Memories of Murder. This is very good. This is so good. This is such a good movie. Um, so, Memories of Murder is a um, crime suspense movie. And it is really good. Kasi ang ganda talaga ng twist niya. It's, it's like, uh, if you're a fan of movies like uh, Seven or Zodiac, uh, maganda talaga siya. So, I would really recommend it. Kasi it, it's, if it's psychological, it's a crime, um, crime suspense, parang, crime suspense movie, it's psychological, and the plot is really good. Like, parang nung ending niya, parang ako, oh my god. Did you see that? Basta maganda siya, maganda yung plot niya. So, Memories of Murder is a 2003, wala talaga ako napanood na bagong Korean movie, no? parang lahat sila matagal na. So, is a 2003 South Korean film, and directed by Bong Joon-ho. Teka, if I remember, Bong Joon-ho is very famous. So, actually, ah. He, so, I'm just checking. Kasi, I think he's a famous... Ah, yeah! So, he's, it, it's, it's, it's a movie from the same, dire, um, from the same director who made Parasite. So, it's really good. So, if you guys can watch Memories of Murder, it's really good. So, anyway. So, it is loosely based on the true story of Korea's first serial murders in history, which took place between 1986 and 1991 in Hwasong, Gyeonggi province. Song Kang-ho and Kim Sang-hyung star as Detective Park and Detective So. So, 
still. So they're the two detectives that are trying to solve the case. So it's set in this. So you know how nasanay kayo sa mga Korean dramas where it's always set in a glittering neighborhood in Seoul, or if not in Seoul, it's this parang idyllic neighborhood in I don't know, yung mga province like, like picture perfect neighborhoods. So this one is like. It's a little bit gritty because it's it's one it's set in this backwards town in Korea that um, so it it's it's not like Seoul where there are rich people so it's a backwards town um, so you only get like re- it's a provincial it's a provincial town and you know you you get like farmers and poor people so. Um, the film was the second feature film directed by Bong following his 2000 debut film Barking Dogs Never Bite. Um, so yes, 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 yes. Okay, let's go to the plot. So the movie starts when in October 1986, two women are found raped and murdered in a ditch. So the local detective Park Duman, not having dealt with such a serious case before, because this is the first time that you know he's a provincial cop, so it's very rare that he he's gonna get this. He only gets like really simple cases, like the occasional theft, the occasional, um, parang theft, robbery, vandalism. So it's a it's a really sleepy and small town. Parang, parang ah, uh, siguro parang like. I don't know, Los Banos, ganyan, or, or, or parang some, uh, some town in the outskirts of Pampanga. So it's a very small town. So the local detective, Park Duman, not having dealt with such a serious case before, is overwhelmed. So understandably, so you know, is a murder. <laughs> Two women were raped and murdered suddenly in this very sleepy town. Um, and since overwhelmed siya, you know how, since this is the first time that they've dealt with this kind of crime before, evidence is improperly collected like you know people are stepping around the bodies they're moving things around um so it's it's like a soko nightmare probably much like how crimes in money are um so um they were never really able to properly mark the bodies or tag the bodies and get you know the things that they needed to be able to solve the crime, like, you know, DNA, footprints, etc, etc. So, um, so since the evidence is improperly collected, the police, the police's, the local police's investigative methods are now suspect. So, syempre, since they fucked up collecting the evidence and any, you know, and they fucked up establishing the crime scene, so anything is tampered with, diba? So, police yun, footstep ba ng criminal yun? Um, so, and, ayun nga, their, for, their forensic technology is non-existent. Again, this is, nine, this, the movie is set in 1986, you're in some godforsaken town out in, in some province in Korea, you know, these are local policemen that have never seen this kind of crime, so, forensic te- technology, I don't know her. So, anyway, um, so, they, so, they, it's really, the crime scene is really fucked up. So, Park claims... So, ito pa. <laughs> so the, the 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 local detective, um, detective Park claims that he ha- um the way that he can determine who the criminal is by eye contact. 
So what the fuck? <laughs> wow. So detective basta medyo comedy yung start niya eh. But it's a serious movie. Pero na- nakakatawa yung start niya. And wow, Detective Park. Have you met Taga PNP ka. Kasi this sounds really familiar. I can detect criminals by staring them at the face. Anyway, he decides to first question a scarred and mentally handicapped boy, Baek Kwang Ho, who resides in the town. He uses his eye contact method, thinking Baek is responsible, and has his partner Cho beat confessions out of Baek. So, as usual, as with all... Um, policemen, whether it be 1986 in some godforsaken town in Korea, or if it's 2020 in Metro Manila, they think that the most suspicious person is always the one that is mentally handicapped, because why not? <laughs> so, it, it, you know, uh, I, I have a lot of social commentaries about the PNP, but I will stop saying it now. <laughs> but anyway, So anyway, so you know, the local detective is so 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 again, I don't know if I'm pronouncing pronouncing this correctly. Uh, a detective from Seoul volunteers to assist them. So there's this big hotshot guy from the capital that goes to the province and helps with the investigation. However, he and Park's methods clash. So they're an odd couple. So the guy from Seoul is all about, you know, detective techniques, let's look at the crime scene, forensic technology, etc, etc. And then, while the local detective is like, no, feeling ko yung, feeling ko yung mentally handicapped guy, siya yung murderer. That's it. Case closed. So, so anyway, so they clash. So, um, so deems Big's hands too weak and scarred to be able to commit such an elaborate crime, clearing his name. Um, after more murders are committed, they realize that the killer waits until a rainy night and only kills women wearing red. Okay, so that's the last. So that's the plot of the movie. So um, the killer has a very interesting way of identifying his victims. So he only kills during a rainy night and he only kills women or young girls that wear red. So it's very interesting because... Um, number um, well, it's a crime thriller, so the you you keep guessing. Okay, who is the who is the killer? Is it is it is it really the mentally handicapped guy? Is it someone in the village? Is it maybe one of the two detectives? Because he's really the killer is really smart. They they can't catch him, and. Um, of course, the local police and their investigate invest investing in Korea. Um, the local police, especially um, the provincial police, are always um, put into. Parang their stereotype is that you know they're bumbling policemen. Hindi sila maayos magtrabaho. They usually fuck up the, cri- the scene of the crime. So it's a commentary on that. Hi, Dadan. So shout out, naman po. Hi, Daran! Wow, ang pretty mo sa photo mo. Parang ang poreless mo dyan. Grabe, parang kang nilaminate. Anyway. <laughs> Love you, Daran. Miss you na. So, anyway. Okay, going back. But the thing about Memories of Murder is that the reason why this movie is so good kasi it keeps you guessing. It keeps you guessing. Like, seriously, ang ganda ng plot niya. 
and after you fin it starts it starts a little bit slow in the beginning and kala mo comedy nga siya in the beginning kasi sobrang nakakatawa yung dalawang detective like seriously uh, sobrang nakakatawa sila so parang ano talaga sila parang you would see a lot of yung how they operate especially the local police you would see a lot of similarities between the local, yung PNP natin on how they approach crimes, na parang feeling ko ito yung criminal. Let's go with that. Parang ganun. Without, without DNA evidence, without looking at the crime scene, wala. Hmm, maybe. Ito yun. Hmm, let's go with that. Parang ganun siya. So, um, you would see a lot of that in the movie. It's it's very, it, it really criticizes how some policemen don't really follow, like, you know, scientific methods or the rule of law. Kasi talagang binugbog lang nila yung yung suspected nila na criminal. So um very uh, so um it's a common you know it's a social commentary regarding police local police attitudes towards crime and how they solve them which is like you know super bad. If you guys uh, you get you guys can really see a lot of yung parang you would see a lot of similarities how you know yung, yung PNP ngayon how they solve crimes, yung parang, hmm, baka ito yon, <laughs> Yung mga ganun na mood, na parang ikaw, what the fuck? That is the most stupid theory that I've ever heard. Pero well, you know, our brilliant policemen. Um, so, it's, it's, that's good. And, basta, the ending talaga. The ending. Uh, I, I can't really say anymore, kasi it, it's, I really, if you guys can watch this movie, I don't think it's in Netflix yet, but it's just a crying shame. It should be in Netflix because it's a really good movie. But if you can find it, I'll probably put a list. Well, after I finish this live stream, I'll probably put a list of all the movies that I've, I'm talking about in this live stream. But if you can watch Memories of a Murder, oh my god, the ending talaga is like, oh, mind blown. Mind blown. As in, watch it watch it. You will not regret it. Yung kung paano kayo na mind... By the way, I haven't watched Parasite yet, but kung gano ka mind-blowing yung plot sa Parasite, ganun din yung sa Memories of a Murder. Um, it, again, it's gonna start really slow, so expect that. Pero, as once the story gets really rolling, sobrang ganda ng plot niya. Sobrang galing ng ending niya. Watch it. Okay? So, anyway. Ah, Sorry. <laughs> Di pa rin ako tapos sa skincare ko. Parang isang oras na. Okay. So, okay, we're halfway through. Oh my God. Okay. So, number five on my top ten, top ten Korean movies is The Host. Okay, hindi na to, okay, again, it's not a horror movie, but it is a, I think it's a sci-fi thriller, sci-fi monster movie. <laughs> okay, yeah, hello, hello odds, yes, please, penny list, haha, I cannot go out ng FB app to search or no. Yes, don't worry, I'll put in a list of all these movies, try to, like, watch them if you have the opportunity to, like, um, get a copy, so. I would recommend that you binge So, t- number five is The Host. You might have already watched this. Um, this was, parang, I think, nagkaroon siya ng international recognition. It's a monster movie. That's what, number one, something interesting that you would want to watch a monster movie. 
Um, it's uh, a thought, yes, again, a 2006 South Korean monster film directed by Bong Joon Ho. Again, so it's the same director of Mur ano, Memories of Murder at Sa Parasite. So it's a really good movie. And starring Song Kun Hibo. Il, Beiduna and Goasong. Ang naalam, ang alam ko lang na pangalan dito ay si Beiduna dahil I watched Kingdom. Again, I wouldn't really know Korean's actor, Korean actors or actresses if I haven't seen their faces. So, but Beiduna is here. Beiduna is in Kingdom. She's the si she yung nurse and then she's also in an American series if I recall the one where they're all connect yung site yung parang they're connected there's a parang they have this psychic connection I I forgot about that but anyway so she's also in she's been in some international series and movies as well the film concerns a monster kidnapping a man's daughter and his attempts to rescue her. According to the director, his inspiration came from a local article about a deformed fish with an S-shaped spine caught in the Han River. So, um, so, the plot is that in 2006, a slow-witted young man named Park Kang-do, uh, so there, so, okay, medyo complicated yung synopsis ng Wikipedia. Anyway, <laughs> ayun, Sense, tama, Sense 8, Sense 8, yun yung series that Beiduna is in, where she is one of the several people that have a psychic connection. But anyway, so, okay, moving on to my skincare, so tapos na ako sa BHA, so I'm moving on to another CosRx product, which is the Triple Hyaluronic Moisture Ampule, so this has hyaluronic acid. Anyway, it's good. Um, so, anyway, so, the plot here is that they're a small family. It's a, like, a, parang, they, y, y, the, what I really like about this director is that he shies away from the usual K-drama dazzling people, which uh, I like. Because the, the thing about K-dramas, and I, I, I love, I, I, I like how they're done, um, but at the same time, kasi most of their actors or actresses really look manufactured or very plastic kasi ang perfect nila, ba? Because that's a thing in Korea, like, you know, you know how their appearances are. The thing about Bong Joon-ho he likes actors or actresses that you know, he does that have this certain parang, he likes actors or actresses that don't have that kind of manufactured look. He prefers at saka, the plot that he prefers is usually yung mga all Korean families or people in a town outside of Seoul. So none of the usual glitter or um, fancy themes that you see in K-dramas, diba? So if you guys if you guys are expecting like, you know, classy women or like really handsome rich men with, you know, the like yung parang sila yung mga heir ng mga corporation, none of that is in Bong Joon-ho's movie. Not unless it's in Parasite, but they're not the main plot. Eh. It's mostly the he prefers the small, the small Korean people in his movies, which is really good. Um, but anyway, so the the film um focuses in this. They accidentally um so they're a small family. So there is the the dad. So take a wait. I, I know I'm su not supposed to do that, but anyway, um, I'm not supposed to. Actually, sabi nila sa skincare, you have to like 
put cer- cer- certain konti lang na drops and then you have to warm it up with your hands and I'm like <sighs> matrabaho I'll just put it on my skin but anyway so the movie focuses on a family miss ko the way you talk Viva Saturday and miss you na din oh my god ang ate ko dati magsalita well still there <laughs> There was a time in Sutherland where, um, in one of my old companies, that people thought that I couldn't speak Tagalog. And I was like, what the fuck? Tang ina. So I'm like, oh, ang lutong mo magura. Anyway, um, so, so they're a small family. So talagang, if you see, when you, when I tell you that, you know, as in typical Korean family talaga, na parang very, ano, very, um, Um, very Korean features talaga ngayon. So, what happens is that there is suddenly a monster that comes out of the river and it causes panic in the capital, in Seoul. Of course, the military is trying to hide it, ganyan. But this small Korean family accidentally gets caught in the middle. For some weird reason, um, napunta sila sa path ng monster and the monster kidnaps the daughter and takes it to and takes the daughter to his monster lair. So, you know, so the father is like begging the military, like, you have to help me, my daughter was kidnapped by the monster, ganyan. And the military refuses to, of course, help him because number one, he's just some regular dude. Number two, like, what if, you know, wala ka kaming pake kung mamatay yung daughter mo. We have bigger problems to worry about, which is, like, you know, there is a monster rampaging here. So, you know, the military is busy evacuating people. And the military is also busy trying to um, hide the fact that they also, um, parang meron silang involvement. The, the Korean military... <laughs> And the American military had a secret involvement in that, uh, on why the mon- on how the monster came to be. So for Irwin, we are at number five. So halfway through na. <laughs> so halfway through na tayo. Okay. So the plot there is mostly the dad, who is this very ordinary Korean man. He doesn't have a, he doesn't have superpowers. Naalala niyo yung dad sa Parasite? Like, yung sobrang, ano lang siya, typical Korean dad. He doesn't, you know, he's not rich. He's not, you know, um, uh, he's not, um, sobrang ordinary lang niya. That's the dad. What the dad in, in the host is. Pero, he, he really loves his daughter. And that's the reason why he and his family members sneak in to the to the area na kinordon off na because of the monster nga. So, he sneaks in to that area so that he can rescue his daughter. So, it's a monster movie. It's an action movie. It's, again, fast-paced. Pero, ang ganda niya kasi there are a lot of things happening. So, there's the plot about the monster. Like, how it came to be. How the government is trying to like, hide the fact that they had a hand in creating this monster. And then, the other plot is the family plot. Like, there's, parang, the family is not perfect. Actually, it, 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 that's the one thing that I really love about this. It's very real. Much like yung sa Parasite, where how their family dynamics were very real. You, It's very relatable. It's not, it's not sobrang soap opera drama na yung 
tatay may kabet, ganyan, as I have a half-brother. So, it's not high, yung high drama, soap opera na family dynamic. But it's a very real Asian family dynamic na you have, yung parang you have that sister, you have that brother na medyo tarantado, ganyan. Pero, they're, they're, it, ano, pero they're very close-knit. So, you, I, I can't explain it, pero it's a very, there's something about their family that you can really relate on. So, it's a very relatable Their family dynamic is very relatable. And hyping! <laughs> Huy! Para lang ako, para mo lang ako sinitsitan sa kabilang table. But anyway, so yes, may nagtatanong, Viva, nasa loob ka ba ng, may nag-message sa akin sa ano, may, nasa loob ka ba ng cab, ng, ng aparador? <laughs> Hindi. <laughs> Grabe kayo sa, so yung sa likod ko lang is like the, Uh, the rack where I hang my clothes. So, apparently, I can live with 10 pieces of clothes. Who knew? <laughs> Kasi lahat ng clothes ko naka-storage pa, which I have to fix. But anyway. So, anyway. So, the family yun. So, there's the monster plot, the family plot, and then the father-daughter plot. Kasi he really loves his daughter. And that's the reason why he goes through the these incredible lengths to rescue her. Um, and it's really touching because imagine he's an ordinary man he doesn't have any superpowers he doesn't have connections to like corporations he's not rich he doesn't have any connections to the government so he's just a simple man who wants to rescue his daughter and it's very touching um, I'm not gonna give away the plot but you have to watch it because it's a monster movie it's an action movie but the, the, the father-daughter plot it's just like it's it, it, like Parang after the movie, it's like, <laughs> it's very, ano siya, it's very emotional, yung father-daughter plot. So, if, you, if you're, um, if you're into monster movies, if you like family movies, especially yung dynamics ng parang parent and child, um, The Host is a movie that I would really like to recommend. So, wait. So, that's number five. Okay, so we're halfway through, and now down to number four. Okay. So number four, in my number four of my top ten Korean movies is okay. Number four is A Tale of Two Sisters. Yay! <laughs> Another horror movie. <laughs> okay. So A Tale of Two Sisters. If you've ever seen in the internet, the poster for this for A Tale of Two Sisters is actually very iconic. It's hindi ko lang kung You've probably never seen the movie, but it is most likely that you've seen the poster for this movie. The poster for this movie is, it's a family photo. There's the dad, there's the mom, and then there's two sisters. One sister is alive and one sister is dead. It's a tale of two sisters. And the nice thing about, uh, and fun fact about the tale of two sisters is that it's so critically acclaimed that America made a movie. Um, uh, um, um, Hollywood made an American version of this movie. I don't remember what the title of the movie is, but they um, based it on the plot of A Tale of Two Sisters. So, A Tale of Two Sisters is a 2003, again, hindi bago. My God, I should watch new Korean movies if you have recommendations for me for medyo mga nangyari after 2010 kasi napansin ko lahat ng movies na pinapanood ko mga before 2010 so if you can recommend movies 2010 onwards good Korean movies uh, please let me know so I can watch them maybe plus 
may plus points if they're in Netflix as well. So, um, A Tale of Two Sisters is a 2003 South Korean psychological horror drama. So, if you really, if you guys really want yung mga mindfuck films na scary, watch A Tale of Two Sisters. Uh, it's a two th- again, it's a 2003 South Korean psychological horror drama film written and directed by Kim Ji-won. The film is inspired by a Joseon da- um, Dynasty-era folktale entitled Jangwa Hongryeon Jeon. I pronounce, I'm sorry, my Korean pronunciations are so bad. K-pop fans, don't kill me. Um, which has been adapted to film several times. The plot focuses on a recently released patient from a mental institution who returns home with her sister only to face disturbing events between her stepmother and the ghosts haunting their house, all of which are connected to a dark past in the family's history. So, it is... Ano siya, I wouldn't say... Actually, um, when I was watching this, konti lang yung... Um, konti lang yung super horror scenes na may ghosts. I would say mga 25, 20-25% lang ng movie is actual creepy ghost stuff. The rest is mindfuck thriller talaga. Kasi the thing about it is that it keeps you guessing. It super keeps you guessing na parang what the fuck is happening? Kasi by all, the, the, the story revolves around Yes, the uninvited yung English. Thanks, odds. <laughs> so, yung uninvited, inadapt lang from A Tale of Two Sisters. So, the the thing about this movie is... Wait. Sorry. Pause. So, okay, so, a lot of you guys are probably thinking, why does she keep spraying? So, this is Avene. Ayan, nakikita na siya. Okay. So, I don't know how beauty bloggers do the thing where they... So, okay. So... Um, so, segue lang. So, why do I keep spraying Avene? Kasi, apparently, if you're going to use hyaluronic products, you have to make sure that your skin is moist. Kasi, if you use hyaluronic on dry skin, it will actually make your skin more dry. So, um, a tip that I got from a beauty blogger in YouTube that, you know, where he his thing is so-core South Korean beauty is that before you put in Um, before you put hyaluronic acid, um, make sure that your face is moist, and then pag medyo nagdry na siya, put in hyaluronic acid. So, you put the, you pa, you put the hyaluronic acid, and then once nagsettle in na siya, you spray, you mist again with water. So, the mist that I used is Avene, which is the only mist that works for me. So, I, for some weird reason, Evian doesn't work my my skin. Nagkaka-allergy ako pag Evian, which is fucked up because it's just literally water. So, skin, what the fuck? But anyway, I'll probably do another live stream about my skin and skincare. But anyway, so, um, A Tale of Two Sisters. So, the story starts, like, they're a perfect family. So, yeah, you know, there's the, the doctor dad the socialite mom, there's the pretty daughter. So, if for all intents and purposes, it's it's a perfect family. Pero, the tensions are underneath. Like, the daughters, hindi kasundo yung mom nila. Kasi, mom. And then, for some reason, and they, they hate her. And, you know, they, they kinda also hate their dad kasi she married again. And this, you know, she married someone who's super young and you're still missing their mom. So, that's the first tension the family tension. So, hindi magkasundo yung mom at saka yung mga daughters. So, they hate her. 
And then the second one is that there's this parang weird ghost that's hanging around their family. And it's not explained why. It's like, who is this ghost? I'm like, is she... Um, is she a ghost in the house? Is she a ghost in the family? Did the family kill someone? Is it, parang, is it haunting them? Who is it haunting? So you don't really know who who this who this ghost is haunting them. But if you watched Uninvited before, you may probably already have an idea on what that ghost is. Pero, pero that's a good thing. Pero if you haven't watched Uninvited, watch A Tale of Two Sisters first. Kasi mas maganda siya sa Uninvited. Like seriously, kasi number one, um, it's the original one. And number two, it's like super, super mindfuck talaga siya. And madami siyang scare moments. Madami siyang, yung parang, uh, madami siyang sigaw moments. Pero ang ganda niya, kasi psychological thriller siya, and sobrang mindfuck niya nung ending niya. Now you were like, what? Parang ikaw, oh my God! So, if you really want those kinds of movies na you want something scary, you want something thriller, um, you, parang you want parang family secrets type now what what's beneath the surface behind this perfect family go for a tale of two sisters kasi like the ending is like okay <laughs> okay okay girl I see you <laughs> ganun siya so good so a tale of two sisters again for you guys that just tuned in don't worry I'll probably put in a list after this after I end my live stream okay Okay, so that's a tale of two sisters. So we're down to number three. So top three na tayo. So number three uh, of my top ten. So number three of my top ten Korean movies is The Wailing. Yes, Erwin mentioned it kanina. So The Wailing is um, another horror film, but this is... This is a how would I say this is an intellectual horror film. It is it will really have you um hindi siya mindfuck. Well, there is like 10% 20% mindfuck. Hindi siya ganun ka mindfuck, pero sobrang it's intelligent horror na parang you have to piece together na parang what the fuck? Tas yung ending niya is like it's not gonna it's not it's it's a horror film in a way na hindi ka sisi... Parang, it's a horror film not in the traditional sense na may mga scary monsters or scary scary ghosts. But it's a horror film kasi it's a psychological thriller will disturb you. <laughs> the, the ending is not disturbing in a gory way but it's disturbing na parang putang ina, what the fuck was that? <laughs> so, but if you're a fan of really... Um, out-of-the-box suspenseful thriller movies and you don't mind... Kasi, uh, I think the main complaint for The Wailing is na bore sila dun sa, sa story. It's, it's a little bit slow. So, The Wailing is like... Um, it's part mystery, part intellectual horror, part psychological thriller. So, it's a... It's a it's one of those horror movies na masyadong um, parang you have to use your brains. I'm sorry. So, hindi siya, hindi siya fast-paced. I'm telling you, hindi siya fast-paced. So, if you get bored easily with those kinds of movies, The Wailing might not be for you. But if you're one of those people who love really obscure thriller movies, obscure horror movies, if um, yung mga indie na thriller... I think this is for you. 
um, it has also some religious um, religious components to it about the devil ganyan so if you're a fan of those kinds of if you're a fan of those movies with those kinds of themes i really suggest that you watch it okay so what does wikipedia say <laughs> actually yung mga synopsis kinukuha ko lang sa wikipedia <laughs> because yung iba nakalimutan ko na <laughs> ang tagal ko nang napanood but anyway 2016 oh my god we have a movie that is beyond <laughs> na bago-bago ng slide so, The Wailing is a 2016 South Korean horror film directed by Na Hong Jin and starring Kwak Do Won, Hwang Jung Min, Chun, and Chun Woo Hee. The film centers on a policeman who investigates a series of mysterious killings and illnesses in a remote Korean hamlet called Gok Song in order to save his daughter. The, mm, um, so, um, According to Wikipedia, the film was both a commercial and critical success. I think it is a critical success because it's, it's Oscar-worthy. Maganda siya. Maganda yung movie, maganda yung shots, maganda yung cinematography. But again, if you guys are not a fan of Oscar movies, if you want, you know, action movie, mas gusto mo yung, ikaw yung simpleng tao na gusto kong mabilis yung plot, I want something na hindi ako gaano mag-iisip. Probably the wailing is not for you, but if you're really fan of me, but if you're in the mood for something very intellectual, a very psychological, go for the wailing. Um, okay. So, um, the plot starts um, with a Japanese man arriving at Goksong. Goksong is parang sa murder. It's like this really small village outside in Korea, in the mountains, somewhere in Korea. So, a Japanese man arrives at Goksong, a small village in the mountains of South Korea, where a mysterious, mysterious being the keyword here, a mysterious infection breaks out and causes the villagers to become deranged and violently kill their families. So, that's the main plot. Um, that's the main plot. Because I can't... The plot actually in Wikipedia is very spoilerish. So, what I can tell you is that, um, so it's a small village, and for some weird reason, there's this Japanese man that arrives, and when he arrives, people randomly start going crazy and start murdering their families. So, this, so, of course, the local police, so it's, parang, it's, it's kind of like memories of murder then. There's a, um, people, um, there's a, um, invest, something, um, there is a murder mystery to it as well. So, nagtataka sila. So, is the Japanese man involved in these murders? And if he's involved in these murders, how is he involved? Kasi the killings, the murders, are done by the actual family members. Like, the family member suddenly goes crazy and then kills their family members. So, they're like racking their brains na paano siya involved? Like, is he... Um, is he doing something to the family members that makes them go crazy and makes them kill their family members? Is he, um, you know, what is he doing? So, um, so the main plot point is them chasing that Japanese man. And since it's a small town, so, you know, um, the, the police detective has also his own family there. So, parang the plot is them trying to find out what the Japanese man's involvement in those murders are and um parang and kasi while 
they're investigating the Japanese man. The murders, the crazy, the craziness that's happening in the town is continuing. And it's really creepy kasi you don't know, is it a virus? Are they getting possessed? Kasi talagang they right, just like really up and get fucked in the head and start murdering people. And I really find Um... And so, the entire plot goes through that. Tapos, I think, na-involve na, na, na rin yung family nung detective. So, it, it's a good mystery. So, I'm not gonna give away the plot. Kasi it's really good. Um, I, I mean, uh, I would still recommend that you give it a shot. Kahit parang pagtiisan nyo yung movie. Kasi maganda talaga yung plot niya. It's, yes, granted that it's a little bit slow. Pero... I don't I think that you should at least watch it once. Kung ma, hindi niyo matrepan, that's fine, pero it's one of those movies na talagang you really have to see kasi it's it's one of those movies talaga na that stays in your brain. So, okay. So I'm using okay. So this is I don't know if you can see it. It's Galactomyces 95 tone balancing essence. So it's apparently a dupe for SK2. So, alam yung SK2, this super horrendously expensive skincare line. So, they have this serum that a lot of Asian celebrities, as well, like, pati, I think the, 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 the Gutierrez brothers are endorsing it here in the Philippines. Um, it's ridiculously expensive. So, apparently, this is like a cheap alternative to the serum. So, it's really, it's really nice for the skin. But anyway, going back to the movie. Um, so, there are a lot of things happening in the movie. So, there's one, um, the mystery of the Japanese man, which is actually very funny. Because um, Japan and Korea have been at odds historically. So, it shows in their culture as well. But it's a love-hate relationship actually. Because before, like, before K-pop... Uh, before K-pop started, before, di ba ngayon, kasi golden age of Korean, ano na eh, it's the golden age of Korean, um, Korea, Korean pop music, Korean act, Korean celebrities, Korean movies, Korean series. So it's a golden age for them. A lot of countries are mimicking how they do their movies. A lot of countries in Asia specifically are um, a fan of their actors and actresses. And, you know, their standards of, yung, yung their lifestyle, their standards of beauty are now very popular across, not just in Asia, but across the world. The thing about it is that, and a lot of people, um, I don't know if you guys know this, but actually a lot of people don't know this. It's Korea and Japan have always been at odds each other historically, even, even until now. The reason for that is because, well, um, uh, Japan has tried to invade Korea several times. Yes, uh, so Japan has tried to uh, invade Korea several times, and um, Korea has always, um, parang, kasi um, Korea is a peninsula, diba? so it's a piece of land that juts out, and their closest neighbor is Japan. So Japan is a very, very small country, so they, um, they are very keen to use Korea as their starting point to move inwards to China. So, so, it's been happening since 1400, 1500, 1600 years ago. So, Japan has always been has always been horny in invading Korea to, you know, for their expansionist policies. Um, and in World War II, they actually, 
diba, Japan was doing this their thing where they're invading a ton of nations around the country. So, um, Korea was one of the countries that they invaded. Yeah, uh, that had a strong military Japanese presence, and it was it was really bad because they conscripted a lot of Korean men to actually become their soldiers. So, if you think about it, not yung mga Japanese armies actually a small portion or not really a small portion. But I know I know that in in Japanese armies that invaded Asia, they have they have a portion na conscripted Korean soldiers actually. Um, so. Um, so they conscripted men to become their, to be part of the army. They also used historic parang there was parang. Um, they also yung the same thing that happened in China, in Singapore, in Indonesia. So the Japanese soldiers also treated Korean women brutally. So yun nga may mga comfort women din sila. So Korea doesn't have a good memory. <laughs> historically of Japan. So they always portray Japan. They they don't portray Japan in a good light at all in their movies or in their series. It's 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 really crazy. But the fact of the matter is, and this is the really ironic part. the reason why we have Korean pop and Korean is because they all were inspired by Japanese pop. Like before we have parang ngayon kasi ba you have BTS you have all these Korean pop bands they were these guys started because in the early 2000s in the mid 90s Korean celebrities Korean actresses were mimicking Japanese celebrities ang weird ba so they don't have a good relationship historically um but Korea, the Korean media culture that we see right now, actually came, came from them copying Japanese, the Japanese movies, the Japanese celebrity culture, mga boy bands. They were just trying to copy the popular boy bands of 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 J-pop during the early '90s. So it's super weird. It's super weird, talaga. But anyway, so that's a fun fact for you. So. They have this love. Japan and Korea have a love-hate relationship. Um, and what's another thing that I forgot? Um, one other fascinating fact. Sorry, sobrang off the topic na. If you guys hate me being off the topic, I'm sorry. Um, one interesting fact then is that you know how Japan has the oldest monarchy, diba? In his parang um, Japan lays claim to the fact that they have the oldest unbroken line of Japanese emperors. Like, the Japanese emperor today can stretch their father, 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 father to the first Japanese emperor. Nobody really usurped that line. Kasi the Japanese royal family has claimed that their family came from the gods. Now they're descended from the god, diba? Like, Jimoteno and Izanagi and Izanami. The thing about that, that is that the Japanese scholars right now are claim because the thing about the claim of the Japanese royal family that they come from the gods is that they actually it can't actually be disputed. The thing about it, because the ro- Japanese royal family refuses uh, for their ancestors to be examined by the scientific community, and because of that, they can't really determine kung saan talaga galing yung Japanese royal family, de ba? But the Japanese scholars and scientists are claiming that 
the bloodline of the Japanese royal family actually came from historical settlers from Korea. <laughs> so that's what the scientists and scholars say, that these people migrated from Korea. Back then, um, we don't have the same seas and oceans, diba? So parang they move, parang, if you're familiar with the concept of the land bridges, so these, um, the early people of Korea migrated to what is now modern-day Japan, and they established um, they established um, a civilization, they formed a government, and then they formed their own fam royal family, which is now the royal family of Japan. So the scientists, it's and the Japanese scientists and scholars are claiming that, you know, the Japanese royal family actually has Korean roots. Okay, so, plot twist! So anyway, so, sorry. But anyway, the, the, the bottom line is that, yes, Japanese people are not portrayed well in Korean cinema. But anyway, so going back, so yon, so, sorry, where was I? So anyway, so the plot point of the movie of The Wailing is that it's the mystery of the Japanese man. They don't really know what's causing people to become crazy. And it also starts, it also gets really personal for the detective that's investigating the case because his daughter suddenly starts showing signs that she might be infected or possessed as well. Kasi, um, kasi that's the plot, eh. You don't really know. Parang, is it demonic possession? Is it a virus? Is the virus carrier the Japanese guy? Why are these people suddenly going bugfuck crazy? So that's the main plot of the movie and it's um once it parang um the nice thing about korean thrillers is that it keeps you guessing lalo na yung mga ganitong movies it really keeps you guessing like all the parang kung may kasama ka sa movies siguro wala kang ginawa ko hindi pagisipan lang shit sino ba talaga yung pumapatay <laughs> parang ganon so it's really good kasi it's very it's it's an intellectual horror film that's what i can say and the ending is like Yes, um, The Wailing, if you can find the time, if you can find a copy of this movie, if you can find the time to watch it, even once, kahit, kahit you know, um, these kinds of movies are not your thing, I would recommend that it's one of the movies that you watch even once in your lifetime. Okay, Wailing. Okay, we're down to number two. So, dalawa na lang. Okay, the next movie that I'm going to recommend is Nasa Netflix. Yay! So, hindi kayo mahirapan. So, finally, a movie that's in Netflix. And it's new. It was actually just released last year, 2019. So, it's a new movie that is in Netflix. So, yay! Okay, wait. I'm just... Anyway. Alright, so, second movie. So, number two in my top ten Korean movies is Svaha, the sixth finger. I don't know how to pronounce because it's spelled as S-V-A-H-A. Is this pronounced Svaha? Is it Russian? It sounds Russian. Or is it, I think it's, ah, okay. But yung font, if you see the poster in Netflix, it's like the font is this what title it is. But the, but the title is spelled as Svaha. S-V-A-H-A. I think it's pronounced Sabaha. 
So I might be like pronouncing this super wrong. I, I'm sorry, Korean, Korean everything. I'm sorry for mispronouncing everything in this life. But anyway, so Svaha, the sixth finger, is a 2019 South Korean mystery thriller. And it's directed by Jang Jae-hyun, starting Lee star sorry, starring Lee Jung-jae, Park Jung-min, Lee Jae-in, Jung Jin-young, Lee David, and Jin. I probably mispronounced all of their names. Please forgive me. Um, the film was number one at the box office in its opening week with a strong 840,000 sales and collected. Anyway, it depicts a mystery involving a Buddhist sect while posing questions about faith in general. So, much like The Wailing, actually somebody once said that Svaha is, if, if it's like The Wailing and Angels and Demons. So, if you like The Wailing, I would suggest you watch Svaha as well. But if you haven't watched The Wailing, skip The Wailing and watch Svaha instead. Parang the action is faster. But anyway, so it's a really good movie because so let's let's see what Wikipedia has to say about the plot. Okay. The story starts with Gumwa and her twin sister called Only It are born. Um, Gumwa is born with a deformed leg and grows up in a remote village with her grandparents who raise dogs for a living. It because she has a twin sister that doesn't have a name. Uh, the twin sister was not supposed to live for long and is kept hidden from the public eye, locked up in a shed in the backyard. So they treat the twin sister like really horribly. Um, she's kept like an animal. Gumwa seems terrified of her twin and grandparents, especially when her grandmother prays for forgiveness from the to treat the sister. When some locals attempt to investigate the shed, snakes crawl out of it and bite them. So there is something freaky about the twin sister. Meanwhile, so this is the other lead. So this is the lead guy. So Pastor Park, a man who works at exposing cults, is hired to investigate a mysterious group called Deer Mountain. At the same time, the police also start investigating the group when one of its members is the prime suspect in the murder of a girl whose body is found buried in concrete. So, um, so the story has religious overtones. Um, so the, the the guy, the main guy, um, he's a priest or a pastor. I think he's just a, a pastor. I think not exactly a Catholic priest, but it's implied. It's implied that he's either a Christian pastor or a Catholic priest. Because he has yung dito yung sa ano yung mark ng priest. But anyway. So what he does is that he's a he's very even though he's a pastor or he's a priest he's very jaded. So what he does is that he exposes religious cults for money. So what he does is that he investigates them, exposes them and he gets a reward from like for example, let, let's say he exposes a Catholic cult. Um he reports it to the Catholic Church and he gets a reward. So that's his thing. So he's very I wouldn't say He's very religious because he smokes, he likes designer clothes, he likes, you know, he likes money. So I, I don't think he's very religious. But, um, you know, but that's his job. He exposes religious cults. Um, and 
the thing about this is that it's uh, again it has a lot of religious overtones because it it gives it starts with the concept of the devil um, and um, the concept of evil ganyan. so because there is this girl and she was born with a twin sister and the twin sister is apparently the devil um, so it's not a spoiler that's actually said in the beginning of the movie so now there is um, so we the movie revolves around the plot is like who is this mysterious twin sister is she really the devil because when she ano talaga, she's like she's kept hidden nobody can see her and the girl yung twin sister niya who's born with her is terrified of her because it's like cre- really creepy talaga. it's really creepy because she has you would really think na, oh my god maybe she is the devil because when you start parang maybe oh okay maybe it's one of those movies na parang maybe the sister isn't the devil maybe these are just horrible people treating that girl that poor girl horribly but and then suddenly you start thinking okay maybe this is really the devil and then you see and then um part of the movie is that part of the plot of the movie is that there's this um group of people that are on a mission to kill the devil um it's really good because it's an over there's an there's two religions that are overlapping in the plot of this movie so there is the the christian catholic plot of good versus evil and then there is the buddhist plot as well because the buddhist in buddhism kasi there is there isn't the concept of good and evil sa kanila is not how the catholics would think of good and evil because okay this is talking about religion na pero in the in the catholic and christian religions it's like there is the concept of good versus evil diba um in buddhism it's a little bit more complex what they what um what they say is that and i'm i'm this is not exactly how they say it but i'm just going to generalize it um so in buddhism there isn't any um there's they don't have a concept of good versus evil there is just um there's just people who have let go of their human desires and people who are still who still have those human desires so you you might not be good you might not be evil but if you're a person who has let your human desires possess you there is a possibility that you might do bad things regardless if you're a good person or not that's not besides the point there's only human desires and people who have no human desires i'm probably not making any sense right now <laughs> But if you watch the movie, it's really my yung concept, yung plot niya, yung concept about good and evil, human desires is they were able to portray it in ang galing, ang galing ng plot. It's it's very um well, actually I would agree to that comment na it's the wailing and angels and demons. So if you love those yung parang conspiracy theories about religion if you want something psychological um uh, Svaha, the sixth finger is a good movie for you actually after this live stream i would recommend that you watch it immediately because it's really good it's really it's a good movie it it's it's um it's not too intellectual na malulus ka dun sa plot um 
but at the same time, it has enough of a brain teaser that you would feel like, huh, okay, because your mind keeps going, your mind keeps thinking, okay, so who is she the devil? Is she not the devil? If she's not the devil, what is she? Diba? Parang ganon. So, it, it, it's a good brain teaser movie. And at the same time, it would really give you a good understanding about human desires and how it can really even though you parang sige, I, I'm not gonna spoil it pero ito lang yung masasabi ko. It would really parang even if you're a good person but you let your human desires take over you. Even if you are trying to do something good but if the reason for that is because of a selfish human desire it will in- eventually turn out to be a bad thing. Yun lang masasabi ko. Basta watch it. So, it's in Netflix. It's a new movie. Um, if you have the time today, just watch it. It's I would really recommend it. It's really good. Um, actors are on point. The cinematography is great. Love it. So, that's second movie, Svaha, The Sixth Finger. Look it up in Netflix. I'll also, again, I'll publish the entire list after I do this live stream so that you guys don't have to search it because you probably don't, you might have probably missed the other eight movies but yes okay so number one na okay, finally matatapos na tayo oh my god it's 117 so I've been have we been running this for like an hour probably but anyway so number one in my top Korean movie list is surprisingly a comedy oh my god it's a comedy and it has a very it has two very popular Korean actors and I love this movie as in I um, palagi kong inaabangan to sa Netflix. I'm like, always checking Netflix. Shit, nasa Netflix na ba siya? Because it's not, it's still not in Netflix. Which is a crying shame since these actors' movies are almost all in Netflix. and dami na niyang series, and dami niyang movies na nasa Netflix na. And I don't know why this particular movie is still not in Netflix. But it's so good. It's, it's like, it's a feel-good movie. Pag, pag, ano, pag depressed ako, I just watch clips of it in YouTube. Sobrang cute. Sobrang cute na na movie. Anyway, that number one Korean movie that I would recommend to you guys is Midnight Runners. <laughs> Just mention. Um, so if you're familiar with Kang Hanul and Park So Park So Jun, Park So Jun, how is his name pronounced? Um, it's their movie. So Midnight Runners is actually a buddy cop movie. So it's a comedy movie. It's an action movie. It was released in 2017. It's a South Korean action comedy film directed by Jason Kim and starring Park So Joon and Kang Hanul. It's so funny. It's sobrang good vibes na movie, I swear. As in. Um, so, it evolves around funny story kung saan ko to napanood. It is the most awkward thing. So, napanood ko to because napanood ko to when uh, when we were coming home from our vacation in Bantayan. So, Bantayan is an island in Cebu, right? So, to go home, we had to um, cross the ferry, take a bus back to Cebu, and then Cebu fly back to Manila. So, napanood ko to on a bus going back to Cebu. And, nakakatawa, kasi parang bootleg copy lang siya. Ang, ang sama nung kopya, sobrang. Kasi parang VCD or DVD lang siya na kopya. Tapos, the subtitles were so bad. But, sobrang aliw na aliw ako sa kanya. <laughs> So I was watching this from like 
I usually hate watching movies sa mga bus kasi naihilo ko. Pero, eto lang yung nag-iisang movie na tinais ko talaga na pinanood ko from start to end. So, Midnight Runners is a story according to um, the Wikipedia summary. Kijun, who is Park Sojun, and Hiyol, Kang, oh, who is Kang, who is um, portrayed by Kang Hanul, are students at the Korean National Police University. At around midnight one night, they witness a kidnapping on their way back from the club. The local police station's missing persons department, however, is busy with the kidnapping of a son of a business mogul at the time and is unable to investigate the case. Knowing that they are in the critical hours after kidnapping, they embark on their own amateur investigation. So it's really super... I swear, it's super cute. Like, sobrang feel-good movie niya. So the story is that there are two guys. So um, Park Sojun is he's he's um, so there are two guys that it's their um, the movie starts with them being admitted to the police academy. So parang hindi naman PMA kasi PMA sa atin is military. So parang yun yung parang ano sila yun yung school kung baga parang yun yung school bago sila maging police. So that's yeah police academy nga. So Ano, the thing about the police academy, it's much like yung PMA. So, you have to live within the campus. You have to, um, parang, until you graduate. So, they're there. So, the movie starts with, with their first day in the academy. And sobrang cute. Kasi, Park Sojun is the... <laughs> just remembering it makes me laugh. Um, so, Park Sojun is the... Ano siya? He's, um, he's the son of a single mom. So, since they're poor, the only way that he can study is through the police academy. Because once you get in, it's free. The tuition is free. Um, um, so, Kang Hanul is... Um, he's, actually, he's actually very smart. Um, if you're familiar with KAIST, or K-A-I-S-T, which is like the MIT equivalent of, of Korea... So, parang ano siya, parang um, UP, ganun. So, he's very smart. Um, and he's always been, like, a top student. Parang nerd kasi siya doon. Um, he's supposed, parang he went to the police academy kasi he had, uh, it was different. Kasi lahat ng kaklasmate niya, doon sa, doon sa guys pumunta. Eh siya, parang, since ayaw na niyang pumunta, kasi everybody was doing it in their school, kasi parang it's implied na parang nasa isang elite siya na, na, na high school galing, or university, or something. Um, ayaw niyang pumunta, kasi lahat ng classmates niya, doon na pumunta, so sabi niya, parang I wanted to do something different, so he went to the police academy, because why not? Um, so, um, the thing about it is that, it, it's really funny, kasi it, the story starts with how they were, um, or how they were as classmates. And hindi sila magkasundo. Kasi Kang Hanul is like super obnoxious. He's like, ano siya, germophobe siya, tapos know it all siya. Tapos si Park Sojun, <laughs> sobrang tanga ni Park Sojun dito sa movie na to, I can't. Sobrang tanga niya, as in, literally, as in, um, he's yung lovable, pero bobong character. <laughs> sobrang cute niya dito. So, sobrang cute niya dito sa movie na to. So, um, so, no una, hindi sila nagkakasundo. Pero there was this exam na parang they had to run. One of their final exams was that 
they had to race on top of a mountain like so they have to go up and down the mountain in 60 minutes so they went so they did that but apparently si Kang Hanul na, na accident siya on his way to the top so parang napilayan ata siya so he won't be able to complete the race so he was asking help from everyone from all of his classmates but none of his classmates were helping him kasi you know they, they kasi it was, it's a test eh. if they don't complete it they fail so he was asking help from everyone tapos dumaan si Park Sojun Kasi Park Sojun, ako nung muna siyang nakita. Kasi nga, di ba, magkaaway sila eh. Kasi parang they're, eh, hindi sila magkasundo nung una. So, nung nakita niya si Park Sojun, he was begging Park Sojun na parang, you have to help me. Parang ganun. Parang, eh si Park Sojun, parang syempre, test nga, di ba? So, parang siya, shit, sorry, sorry, Chong. Kailangan ko na malas kasi, it, it's a, there's a time period, there's a, there's a countdown. Um, and he, eh, parang ginawa ni Kang Hanul, parang, he said, something. I'm not gonna reveal it kasi it's a little bit spoilerish. He said something to Park Sojun that made Park Sojun to agree to carry him up the mountain and down the mountain on his back. <laughs> sobrang fun. Pero sobrang funny nung reason niya kung paano niya napao si Park Sojun. Basta swear, pag, kung, if you can try to find a copy of this movie, it is so cute. Feel good movie siya. Whenever I feel down, it's like a really cute movie. And um, so, uh, the thing about it is that, of course, since, syempre, buhat-buhat niya yung guys sa likod niya, diba? So, they, they, they were the last ones to go down the mountain and lagpas 60 minutes na. So, technically, they failed. So, yung instructor, de, yung instructor nila asks everyone, nakita niyo ba na nabalian siya ng paa? And everybody says like, yeah, nakita namin. And he was like, um, ba, ano, parang, nakita nyo ba yung dalawang to na bumababa ng mountain na, na buhat-buhat niya tong isa? And everybody said yes. And then the instructor is like, all of you are fit, ano, all of, bagsak kayong lahat kasi you're a policeman, you're supposed to help out people. And the fact that you had a classmate that needed your help, pero inunan nyo yung sarili nyo, parang what does that say about you? being policeman in the future. So, ang pumusa lang, si Park Sojun at saka si Kang Hanul. So, sobrang cute. Sobrang cute. And then afterwards, they became best friends. And and I, I really can't tell the story na kasi medyo spoilerish na after they become friends. But the nice thing about this is that it's it's really, there's no romantic thing in this movie. It's really a movie about friendship. As in, sobrang cute na guy friendship na parang cho. As in, talagang Ano siya, um, feel good na body cup na male friendship na sobrang katara yung mga katarantuduhan nilang dalawa. Sobrang cute. Sobrang cute lang talaga. And if you're a BTS fan, uh, I'm not familiar with the BTS members, but if you're a BTS fan, you'll like this movie because there is a cameo uh, in the movie. Uh, and you'll 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 like it. It's it's a really cute cameo. Um, so, basa anyway. So that's number one. Midnight Runners, super cute. It, it's I recommend. Actually, among all the other nine movies, ito yung pinaka light. Because it's not it's it's not intellectual. It's not psychological. It's not directed by a critically acclaimed director. But the fact that it is super light and super happy making 
is makes it number one among the top. Actually, I didn't know who Park Sojun was and when I watched this, because I, I I know nothing about Korean actors and actresses. Uh, um, so, when I saw, because it was so long labung ano movie when I was watching this in the bus, when it one class showed in Netflix, I was like, <laughs> "You look familiar, <laughs> you look familiar." And then I was like, "Shit, show you guys some Midnight Runners," and I was like, "Oh my god!" But I haven't watched it one class. I don't. It's the hair. Hindi ko talaga maintindihan yung like Park Sojun's face. Yes, Park Sojun's hair. No. But apparently, he has that air. Uh, someone explained to me, Joel explained to me, shout out to Joel. Joel explained it to me that he only had that haircut for a, because of a character. Probably. I'm not very good with Korean dramas. I have not watched a Korean drama at all. If you also have recommendations, just type them in. If you have any recommendations, okay, so, um, so that's all, um, if you have other recommendations for other movies, for Korean movies that you want me to watch, let me know as well. Um, but th- basically, that's it. So, top 10. So, let's run th- through them one more time. So, number 10 is Memento Mori, horror movie. Number 10, Wishing Stairs, another horror movie. i sorry. Number 9, Wishing Stairs, another horror movie. Number 8, Cinderella. Again, another horror movie, sadly. Um, 7, and <laughs> Um, seven is Death Bell. Again, another horror movie. And then number six is Memories of Murder, psychological thriller. The host, it's a science fiction murder, uh, science fiction monster movie. A Tale of Two Sisters is a psychological horror movie again. The Wailing is also a psychological horror movie. Svaha, The Sixth Finger, is a mystery thriller. And number one, Midnight Runners, which is a comedy action movie. Okay? So again, um, I'll send out the list. I, I suggest that you really watch these films. They're really good. And then, yung sa Svaha, if you can find time to watch it from in Netflix today. Really good, really good movie. And for the others, if you can get copies especially again especially midnight runners it's so good feels talaga siya. so if you can get copies of them or if you can see them in other streaming websites like go ahead and watch them because it's really good so that's everything actually also my tapos na rin ako sa skincare ko so see i'd recommend that you also so probably do another let me know if you also want me to do another live stream of like skincare or probably I've also me- been meaning to do a live stream about, because I'm staying in BF Homes right now, so there are a lot. I grew up in BF Homes, and I know that there is a lot of horror stories in BF Homes and urban legends, so let me know if you guys want me to do an episode where I just talk about that, okay? So yes, so that is it. So thank you guys if you watched the live stream. Thank you guys, and 